Hello and welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the app that connects you to cyclists all over the world and makes indoor training fun. There are structured workouts, training plans that are really easy to follow, online group rides, and why not try a few races? You can also organize a meetup with a bunch of friends. You might just have to make your own coffee at the end. With Zwift, you can even listen to this podcast while you ride around the Champs-Élysées. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial, no strings attached, at Zwift.com. Right on. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Before we start, let me remind you that you can download, stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral. And we can also log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, it's Dave McKenzie. Dave, how are you? I'm pretty good, but um, what happened to your garage? Have the possums taken <laughs> over? And that's why we had to move. I had a slight issue with my bills, so we decided to take <laughs> okay. over the kitchen. <laughs> so the landlord's moved in and kicked you out. Absolutely. The on the street. Nah, joke so aside. Here we, are, here we are in the SBS studios. We've taken over, actually, the whole lounge kitchen area. It's much comfortable, much more comfortable, well, it's yeah? it's much more comfortable for us. I'm not sure about everyone else in the building, but... We can speak up, they've it's got, fine. They've got, to, they've got to put up with us for Absolutely. half an hour. Absolutely. Here we uh, are. No, reason why we are here is because tomorrow, SBS, uh, SBS uh, Radio is running an appeal called uh, India, We Are With You. Uh, it's going to be live from 4 p.m. Uh, to 10 p.m. It's a big deal for SBS to, to do such a, a radio ton. Uh, it's to help, uh, of course, to all the people in India yeah. that are struggling with uh, with COVID, and they are raising funds. Uh, you have more information on screen. I believe they already raised more than six thousand dollars and the appeal hasn't even started. even started yes and it'll be on the big screen at fed square absolutely well, big screen at fed square and yeah. it's i think i believe it's on eight different uh facebook pages uh the main ones are sbs hindi and sbs uh, punjabi uh check out those websites for more information uh it's a really good thing uh, that is happening tomorrow from 4 p.m uh melbourne time by the way yeah. um what a stage we had yesterday you know we, we mentioned with uh, matt white yesterday this is yeah. going to be a decisive stage i mean we haven't sorted out the whole GC. now i understand why you put the star wars thing hey, under that had to be <laughs> yesterday. if you didn't watch yesterday's nice touch and actually it's good, true it delivered good it delivered. on whitey because whitey did his own story on instagram check him out yeah. and he's put his own music he shows another uh, star wars music <laughs> he's, uh, he's got he's got some questionable yeah. <laughs> music taste in that wide, I must say. I mean, really got to check out his Instagram. I'm like, he's, he's still living in the 80s. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway. And you're, right. and you're not? Uh, I know, on. I don't mind. I just don't post it publicly. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, thanks of us. Uh, thanks for all of you uh, joining us. Like I was saying, uh, incredible stage. Yeah. And we knew, we knew from the beginning it was going to be a cracker. Tell us, uh, what you think, what you thought of that stage. Uh, but you, first time, I think, not the first time, we already are, we're not on the commentary a couple of times, but uh, you watched it from the comfort of your lounge. We saw oh, this on the, the couch bulletin. Yes. Uh, uh, how did you enjoy that? Well, I enjoyed the red that I had uh, yeah. while I watched it. But, um... uh, la, la, la. Spanish red. I know. I Spanish red. Someone, Spanish. someone on the couch, Peloton, well done, pulled me up and said, "What are you drinking?" I couldn't lie. Yeah. But no, look, it was good. It was 35 kilometers of gravel. What Matt White said, it will be one of the most decisive stages of the tour. If it was in the third week, I think it would have even been more decisive, yeah. purely because there's tired legs. We saw a few tired bodies yesterday. GC got turned on its head, but one guy still stood at the top. Absolutely. Egan Bernal. He was yeah. again brilliant, and his team were super. 
Let's talk about the winner, Mauro yeah. Schmid uh, from Switzerland, uh, Team Kubeka. He's, he's another newbie. Yeah, That's 21. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone would have picked him in any tipping competition that you guys are running or we are running. Anyone, no one did. Uh, like Whitey said, anyone that picked the winner of that stage would have had double points. Yes. Sadly, no, <laughs> nobody right. did. No one uh, but what do you make of uh, Mauro Schmid? Oh, well, look, there's, there's a couple of things around it. One is, as you said, Neo Pro, 21 years of age. Two, riding for Quebec Assos. They're desperate for some wins, I think, just because, look, they almost didn't go ahead this yeah. year, remember? Mm -hmm. At the end of last year, they were looking for new sponsors. They were trying to get it across the line. I don't think they've got the biggest budget. So these victories are almost worth double that of a De Kernick Quick Step yeah. or even a bike exchange, for example. You know, they've got some solid backing. They want to win as well, but for these guys, they needed it. So I'm happy for them. Yeah, and this is why we are going to shine a bit of a spotlight on on, on this team with a few interviews. Uh, and the first one is, of course, the winner of the stage yesterday. Mm. And what a winner it was, Mauro Schmidt. Mauro, congratulations. You are a neo-professional. You have won not only a stage of the Giro, but a very big stage of the Giro. Do you realize it? Uh, actually, I can't believe it because... Uh... Like, I only came into the Giro team uh, about two weeks before it started. Um, yeah, my preparation was quite good, but uh, I was never, uh, at the beginning of the season, I was never thinking about doing a Grand Tour. And uh, to be honest, in the last 10 days, I suffered so much. I was, uh, I nearly couldn't follow sometimes. But uh, today I, uh, I knew I want to go into the break because I love, uh, I love Strade Bianche, I love the, the gravel roads and uh, I tried and yeah, when I was in the, in the break I felt I had great legs today, I recovered very well uh, yesterday on the rest day and uh, yeah I went for it and yeah. Take us through the last uh, fight you had with Alessandro Kofi to make the win. Uh, I, I knew he was really strong. Um, he nearly dropped me on the climb but I knew I just need to stay on his wheel. Um, and uh, I didn't think about the guys behind. Uh, I had no idea if they are close, if they are far. I, I knew uh, I tried to I don't really pull anymore. I wait for the sprint and uh, try my best. Um, yeah, when I saw the finish line, I, I didn't felt my legs anymore. I just went for the for the line. That was a uh, Mauro Schmidt, of course. Uh, you almost predicted one thing. You said if there is a big breakaway, he could stay. If there was a big enough gap, I said, yeah, you said that. Yeah, I, I, I disclaim. I put a disclaimer <laughs> in so I wouldn't be wrong. Basically, yeah. I said it needs to be. I think I said over ten minutes. Yeah. And when it got to fourteen, I went, okay, they can win the stage. Yeah. But it's true, didn't it? Because they only won by three yeah. in the end, and so we we know we know. But from the other the other stage, it was a few days ago. I was commentating with Maddie Keenan, and at one point I said, oh, they'll win. Let's yeah. let's they'll win by three. They'll win by two. They got caught. You know, so we knew the peloton would fly home in that last 20 kilometres. That's yeah. exactly what they did. They won comfortably, but there was only three of them that made it I know. in the end from yeah. the break. Absolutely. Uh, Owen here, he loved the gravel section, spectacular part of Italy. Uh, you know Italy uh, quite yeah. well as well. But those footage that we saw where, you know, aerial shot where we saw the whole peloton, the whole breakaway and the whole so-called caravan with all the cars lifting up that amount of dust, that was the footage I was tuning in yesterday for, Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I mean, look, it goes two ways, doesn't it? Matt White says, 
Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd what, what personally you know? like what, to. What does he know? Yeah, well, he, he wouldn't know? want it, but he go, He says, I understand. Yeah. Crowds want it. It is good TV. And you know what? When it's a good TV spectacle, more more eyeballs on the screen. Yeah. More. It's talked about more in mainstream media. And this is and what the sports, sponsorship this dollars. This is what the sports uh, need. We need it. We Absolutely. Need it. We uh, need crash and bash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's listen from uh, Giacomo Nizzolo. Nizzolo came that close a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's 11 times in his career or something as he finished uh, second, second on a stage. Uh, on a stage. But yesterday was pretty happy. You must be delighted with the win today. Super happy, Mauro, he deserved it so much. Uh, all the team uh, has worked uh, hard in the last week and uh, today we, we really enjoy the victory. Yeah, and, and you won a stage in the Giro last year. This year is, is one stage as well. Any more stages to come? Yeah, why not? Uh, now we, we are enjoying this and uh, hopefully uh, other uh, will come. Uh, it's always a, a good atmosphere. Right? He's, he's a gentleman, that guy. Uh, having said this, though, question like this, more stage to come, do you think he would have got, nah, we just go home? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're done mate we're done, we're done. that's what we came he, for he'll, no, he'll go for a couple more yeah. and he, he's still chasing the Chiclamino yeah. jersey he, he's still in that hunt so he will box on uh, for the next 10 days yeah. basically and we said we will we'll show a bit of a spotlight on the, the team Kubica uh, here's the DS from the team Kubica Art Vierhuten or Vierhuten <laughs> tell me oh that's quite a big one yeah. emotions from today talking through it yes uh, this is amazing for us uh, so needed so we are so close two times for Giacomo and, and a really big loss for us with uh, Domenico Pozzovivo and so we said okay guys now we're not defend GC, now we are open in, in the race. And actually, for the first race, we are open and we are going for it. It uh, exceeds like this, it's amazing. Yeah, it was. It honestly was amazing and heartwarming because we were building so much expectation in you and I, but everybody else around the SBS office and everyone else on the catch peloton, I guess, about that stage. Uh, uh, delivered. And it delivered. Mm. It delivered through and through. And it was riveting to the point that, you know, we've... We, we're not hiding the fact that we have a little group, a WhatsApp group with all the, the guys that work here on the, on the Giro, and the group was dead quiet yesterday. No one was Everyone, really We're all watching it. Yeah, we're, we're all silent. Everyone yeah. was watching it. I mean, I cheese the couch peloton. Yeah. I'll always cheese you, couch peloton. Um, but that was about it. Otherwise, yeah. it was <laughs> focused on the race. I've yeah. noticed you were not replying to my messages, but uh, I thought... Well, I never uh, do. So I, I, I took it personally. <laughs> what was <but> different? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, talking about the, the stage and the overall uh, classification, this man here is further on this new table. It's quite further. Yeah. Uh, but Egan Bernal, still in pink and way... Ahead, he's the real winner yesterday. Yeah, but, yeah, he hasn't faltered. Yes, yeah, and he oh, may yes. not falter, but he basically he hasn't put a foot wrong since the start of the Giro. His team have been superb. I tell you what, you've got to give Ghana, yeah, and and uh, Moscon, Moscon, yeah, the big raps yesterday. Well, Ghana they've was, been good from the start. Ghana was incredibly on the, on the power. They've been the, they've been the big powerhouses. Yeah. for him, for Bernal, and it's funny because it's been really. It hasn't necessarily been on these high mountain stages where they've, you know, where they've had to do it. They've done it on the flatter sort of stages. Yesterday wasn't flat, but it wasn't mountainous. No, either. no, no, no. So it just shows how valuable they've been in a team. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and we were talking about, you know, they, they lost Sivakov at some point. And I was, I, I asked you that question a few podcasts ago, how significant is this loss from, uh, from Sivakov? But clearly today... You know, we can see that it's not really affecting the they performance of now. They won't have a problem. Yeah. Uh, look, 
I say that, and who knows what can happen in the high mountains yep. because that's where Sivakov would have been super important. Yeah. But I don't think they'll have a problem. I okay. think uh, Bernal, he keeps going away, he's going. Yeah. It's a question of how much. Let's listen to uh, Egan Bernal. Today was a really hard day and, you know, with Esterato, uh, we expected some some gaps, some big gaps. And actually, there were a lot of GC riders that they, that they lost uh, some time. So I'm happy to arrive in the front and... Uh, we need to to stay focused for the next days. Tell us, how did you work it out uh, tactically? Because it looked like you let uh, Buchmann go, but you reacted to Vlasov. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the pace was actually really hard when uh, Buchmann went. So I asked uh, to the radio how was him in, in the GC. They tell me that he was more than 140 in the in the in the GC so I, I had some some margin to, to to play with this and then you know the the the, the EF guys they, they were pulling really hard and when uh, Carty went I just wait a little bit and then I went through him and then you know we work a little bit together and I think uh, yeah we did well we gained some time with some time with the others guys so we should be happy with this day very good job. Thank you. Very good job, uh, indeed, for sure. Uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about the, the radio over the years and the input of, of rest radio the, the guys have in their ears. Uh, but today, well, sorry, yesterday in, in that stage, we clearly saw the effect. He just said that he was not going to necessarily follow Bookman. Mm. But as soon as Vlasov was there, boom, he went there. He went, yeah. But he had this info that maybe Bookman was not necessarily a danger. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it's all you know it's that sort of one percent is just knowing you don't have to jump with every single attack you, you know there were there were at the start of the day there were 10 dangerous men yeah for bernal who were you know an issue for him if they went up the road as the day dwindled down he was able to assess the situation the team was able to tell him and don't make an effort every single hill because it can come back and bite you yeah and he showed he waited till the very end and ripped another what 20 30 seconds out of guys and more out of some others yeah pretty uh, pretty pretty good uh, let's listen from uh, the director sportif as well uh, from, uh, yeah, yeah. from uh, from Ineos uh, Matteo Tossato uh, very interesting because is he the party pooper do you think he's the party pooper or no or he's the level headed no, guy he's level he's, he's a former pro yeah. and super experienced one and i think he's actually just he's keeping a lead on it yeah. as they say okay. now <laughs> let's just keep a lead on it for now He's the party pooper. Listen to him. And uh, for the performance, the guys, I think, are uh, very super good, uh, very clear, very focused for the start, for the finish, uh, and uh, also is very strong. But uh, is it one stage? One stage, uh, okay. Now ready for tomorrow. And uh, but uh, the first uh, point is uh, very important. The guys is no crash. A great feeling that we have a road. He's happy today, but tomorrow another day. He's happy tomorrow today. Is day. Tomorrow is another day. Party pooper. No, come Please. on, come on, come on. Yeah, no, no, keep no, a lid on it. I'm, I'm with you there. But it shows also, you know, we see the difference between the DS from Quebeca and the DS from Ineos. It's, you can see straight away the level of expectation a team like Ineos has compared to not necessarily the level of expectation Quebeca has. And we see this in their smile. But it's all about stage wins. Yeah. For Quebeca, that, that makes their tour. For Ineos, their tour is made when they hit Milan and Bernal's in the final Magliadoza. Anything else, stage wins they couldn't care less yeah. about now. So that's, you know, that's the level of expectation. Yeah. David David Hodge says here he's saying that he's basically he's taking one step at a time. 
Totally. That's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. He can smile. Maybe he was smiling behind the mask and it's he just me. He totally was. They no. were pretty happy. He was yeah. Well, he was punching the fist the other day in the car, does that say? Yeah, yeah, so he showed a bit of emotion. Okay, oh, he's bold with yeah, winning. Yeah. Oh, he's bold with winning. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, someone that was not happy at all yesterday is Remco Evenepoel. Mm. We can talk about Remco. Uh, what did you make of his performance yesterday? Uh, I love the kid. I was a bit worried yesterday when I was seeing what I saw yesterday from him. Worried for this Giro, not worried for, for him. But uh, yeah. what, what did you read into this? Uh, he... So it was surprising a little bit because we've already put high expectations yeah. on this young guy, haven't we? We can't help it because he's delivered so much as a as a young pro and prior to that. So we're expecting him to so deliver much, yeah. at the biggest stage. So in some ways, when you put that in context, he didn't have a terrible day. Yes, he lost two minutes to Bernal, but he uh -huh. didn't have a disgraceful day. He's still top 10. Yeah. He's still seventh overall. So he's in a good position. He just had a bad day, but it was interesting that it came off the back of the rest day. Yeah. So but you would have is, thought is, maybe yeah. he had recovered. But and maybe... actually, let, let's talk about this because when you when we look at uh, the, the career of Remco Evenepoel, yeah, he's never had a rest day in in a Grand Tour because he's never had a he's Grand never Tour. Never ridden one. Uh, so he doesn't know what it is. You would assume his team knows what it is, but that proves one thing: everybody reacts differently on what you do on a rest day. Do you think the rest day had an impact? On him, or is it just we'll never know. too long? Eleven we'll days. We'll never know. Look, maybe he was cooked when they got to the rest day, well, that, and that, they didn't realise, and he didn't realise. You don't, you don't know. It's, it's, you know, you can, you can analyse it to the mm -hmm. umpteenth degree, but uh, sometimes science yeah. can only tell you so much. I'm, I'm just bringing up here on screen, uh, and I'm removing the the banner. Uh, th these are the comments that uh, Remco made on their yeah. official website. So it comes from the tweet. Uh, sorry, from a Duke and a quick step. And then uh, when you click, there's a whole article. And on the article, this is what you can read. So yeah. summarize it well. But basically, he lost two minutes. The legs he, were not there. The uh, legs were empty. He said, but he yeah. says the body didn't react uh, really well after 11 days of racing. Mm. Uh, and especially that time without racing. So there's a bit of admission that probably there was pure fatigue. There was no mistake. It's yeah. just pure fatigue. How do you rebound from this? Because he just gave away a lot of information to the other guys in the GC here. Yeah, he did. Or not. But he, he, no, because they've seen it firsthand. He was in trouble. And, and now they won't be too stressed about him mm -hmm. moving forward yet. And look, it'll go one of two ways, I think, for Evanapol. He'll either have a mini or massive capitulation and lose 20 minutes. Yep. And I don't mean in one day. It could happen in one day. But he could lose that much time now over the, the rest of the, the, the Giro. Or... He'll actually bounce back and fight, and he'll fight for a podium spot. So I think we've just got to watch this space with him. Yep. Uh, the, the big days are still to come. Uh, one of them's just around the corner, <laughs> as in tonight. As in, as in tonight. It's not a super mountain <laughs> stage, and we'll talk about it in a yeah. minute. But, yeah, it, it, we've just got to watch this space. Absolutely. Other uh, losers yesterday on the stage, Dan Martin, yep. we have to say. Ciccone. Ciccone. Yeah. Uh, Soler. Yes, yeah, Oler too. He wasn't high, high, but he 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 took a big blow yesterday. Yeah. And Raman Bardet, no, no, Raman Bardet is hiding, mate. He lost. <laughs> mate, I'm looking at what no. are you talking about? No, he, he's, lo he's lost. Actually, he's not even on the first page. <laughs> Hang on, he's off the sheets. <laughs> no, he lost on. You know what I checked? You know what I checked? He actually finished with Remco Evenepoel. He finished yes. with Remco. Yeah, they Evenepoel. caught him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two minutes. Yeah. You know what I checked though last night? I was I was curious because we've talked about it. 2016, when Nibali yeah. won the Giro. At the end of stage 18, he was four minutes and 15 seconds 
or four minutes 45 off the pace. Yeah. And he won the Giro. He's not going to win the Giro this year. I don't no, think so. No, no, no. So I'm not saying Nibali will win, but I'm just saying, we just can't... remember that, people, that Vincenzo Nibali was 4.45 behind at the end of stage 18 and went on to win the race. Bernal is looking the goods. Yeah. He has one bad day high in the Dolomites or the Alps. That's it. Race so, over. So, are, you still, are you still saying Nibali will win a stage at this Joe? Do you oh, think Nibali. He... Oh, he could maybe win a stage. Nibali, he was okay yesterday. He was yeah. there till right near the end. Sure. I thought he was going to hang in. He, he blew up a little bit. He lost a little bit of time. I can't see exactly where he was. But he, he look, he, he did okay. Nibbly won't win the Giro. Yeah. But someone else might. Someone else might. Yates was pretty good. Well, let's talk about Yates Simon Yates. Good. Let's yeah. talk about Simon Yates because we had the chance to have uh, Matt White again yesterday in, uh, in the program. And he told us about how much prep went into that yeah. stage yesterday. And honestly... That shown, I think that shown how they tackle uh, all all the, the the dusty sectors and yep. and all the mud and and so on. And but you could see they were in control at that moment. Don't you think? Yeah, and that, well, like, look, they used all their men to to get him there. He, they knew he had what they to were do. Doing. Yeah, yeah, they knew exactly yeah. what they were doing, and they probably had as much or more prep than any other team yep. for yesterday. Sure, he lost about thirty seconds in the end to Bernal. No one could go with Bernal when he went. Bookman yeah. was already out there, remember? Mm -hmm. So no one actually went with Bernal. So Yates was, he was in that group, effectively the best of the rest. Yep. Yeah. Let's listen to uh, Simon Yates straight after the stage. Uh, it's not my favorite terrain. I don't have any experience of uh, riding off road other than uh, Strada earlier in the year, which I think was very valuable uh, in doing just for experience. And that helped me a lot today, as well as uh, doing the recon before, before the race. Um, and yeah, just happy to get through really. Yeah, it was a good day. I think I think looking at the the situation with uh, the GC there, um, I think it was it, it was it was a good day. I mean, uh, moved up to fifth overall, I believe now. Um, so onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. There's a good question here from uh, Pam uh, Pam Lister that says, "What is your opinion, Maka, on uh, Yates riding right at the back?" Uh, he, was that smart or not? Well, he, he did it a little bit yesterday. He wasn't at the back of the peloton. He was at the back when that group shrunk. Yes, still not ideal, Pam, but previously he'd sit on the back of a peloton of 150 riders yeah. and you'd be saying, this is crazy if it splits or this or that. So this year he's been a lot better. And Cam Meyer, as we'd said in that first week, was really protecting him and keeping him near the front. So look, yes, he was at the back yesterday, but he was at the back of a group of 30 riders, 40 riders. I still would have liked to have seen him a bit further yeah. up, but I think what he did, he kept out of trouble. You know, if you're in the middle on the gravel, there's dust and crap flying everywhere. Yeah. At the back, you've got, you, you see the, the line that they're taking into some of those corners on the downhills, on the uphills, you can sort of get your gear selection. I thought it was okay yesterday, the way he rode. And look, he was there in the end. Um, so, you know, and I think moving forward on as we go back to, what we call standard stages on on uh, bitumen, he won't be sitting on the back of the bunch. He'll be riding more towards the front. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, very little, if not few mechanicals yesterday. I was expecting. Well, we didn't a lot see more. them. We didn't oh, see we didn't too see many. Them? Well, we didn't hear about too many, did we? Yeah. I mean, Matt White said that probably most teams ride fatter tyres, heavier tyres, not as fast as the standard ones. So they all took those precautions of being a little bit slower. Yeah. Maybe, but but knowing that they hopefully wouldn't have a flat tyre. And look, the road condition was pretty good. Yeah. 
Then Whitey had said when he checked them out in March, he was horrified. Yeah, but he said the steamroller went yeah. on it just probably the hours before the stage. So yeah. sort of tamed down the whole thing. Uh, yes, we have someone actually that has noticed it before we go uh, and wrap up uh, this stage. Uh, I'm just going to bring it here. Uh, you haven't noticed, but my Giro snacks here. Nice selection. Thank you, Rebecca, for noticing, uh, noticing this. This is a Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca, it doesn't even deserve a mention. He, he rolls out the cheese for Bridie when she comes on set, three or four different types, and then you bring, what's Supermarket that? snacks. Supermarket <laughs> snacks. Come on, Rebecca. Well, they're all Italian. I mean, really? Like, there's a bit of reflection. Like, no, <laughs> I thought about it. I didn't go for Tim Tams or anything. They're all Italians. Oh, and one of them's been open too. I mean, he's already opened one There's of them. some duct tape on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very well sealed. No, no, they're, they're not bad. You know what? No, no, no you got it wrong. It's thank, you, thank you, you should say. They're not bad. They're not bad. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about uh, the stage tonight. Stage yes, 12, because stage 11 one. was incredible. Uh, stage 12 is a, is a good one as well. Uh, I'm just bringing it on screen right now. Uh, a little bumpy. Yes, it is. There's one, two, three, four categorized climbs. Highest point is about 1,500 meters. But the key point, there's two key points. It's 212 kilometers. Yeah. And guess what? Four and a half thousand meters of climbing. So it is It is a long stage. But if you look at that profile again, most of the climbing comes in the second half. So we're talking four and a half thousand yeah, in 100. But are we talking breakaways? Here? Are we talking breakaways? I think a break will win the day. It's got to be a serious. Is it? Is it me? Or it feels that there's been a breakaway every day. I know, and <laughs> they're surviving. They're surviving. Yeah. Then they which go is to great. It's a... We we sort of want that. Makes yeah. it more exciting, doesn't it? But um, I think a break will win the day, and again there'll be another GC selection. I think because that little climb at the end, it's not much, but it does come right near the end. Yeah. So I think that'll split things up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, pronostic. We know to, the boss is, is for watching. The, for we the stage win, uh, for the... Who do we see? Look, I, don't, I, don't, see? I do not see Bernard losing any time at the moment. Okay. So I see him... Somewhere there? Absolutely defending his jersey. Yeah. And if he sees a moment to catch his rivals, get more time, he will. Okay. He'll do it on that last climb. If he, if he senses a moment, because he knows what's coming. So if he can put a minute and a half, two minutes up his sleeve now okay. while he's feeling good, you know, it's sort of like foot on the throat mentality. I think he will absolutely put the foot on the throat of his rivals. And it's can. funny because, you know, you and I had enough mic uh, conversation where I was saying, what, has, what are Ineos doing? This is not what we used to see with Sky and so on. And, and yeah. you, say, you said, mate, you complain when they control the race, you complain when they're attacking, you know, but it's true. It's a new style of racing we've been seeing for, for a little while now, but Ineos is not Sky. They're not no. riding. They're not riding the same way. They're, they're no, a no. lot more grunt and fire in how they race. Yeah, races. yeah, yeah. I mean, they have. They, yeah. Look, I think they've been like that for a few years. I think it's easy to, you know, say it's a complete change, but it's not. When when Garen Thomas won the tour, he was launching off the front mm -hmm. to win that race. But just maybe I'm, they maybe they look more spectacular because they're Colombians. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. We just start Bernal does look spectacular. <laughs> yeah. he he looks he looks special, doesn't he, on the bike? But this is sorry. This is really digressing, but one that, just looking at the GC, you got Bernal, Vlasov, Damiano Caruso. Yeah, <laughs> have we mentioned him yet? No, we haven't. He's in third place <laughs> overall for Bahrain Victorious. Yeah. Third place overall, one twelve off the lead. An Italian in his home tour, and we haven't mentioned eleven him. days in. Yeah. So we'll talk about him tomorrow. Yeah, so I just put it. that up in the brain. Basically, that that means Christoph, do your research. Is that what it means? <laughs> no, no, it's not at all. But it, it is, it is incredible, isn't it? And then you got Hugh Carthy, Yates, and Bookman. He was 
good overnight. Yeah. He I thought he was really good. So look, there's a lot to play out. Yeah. Um, over the next few days. Remco, there's a comment here, but uh, Remco, we just don't know what Remco could do tonight. No. Will he come out with a knife between the teeth and start fighting? I, I think he'll he'll look to follow tonight. Yeah, I think, unless he's got ridiculously super legs, I think don't expect too much from Remco tonight. I think at best, he will follow and go and stay with the leaders. Okay. Because I think they'll say, right, you're running a little bit on empty. Let's try and refuel the tank, yeah. follow, sit in the wheels, They'll try, they'll try and nurture him through these next couple of days. I okay. think. Um, yeah. So broadcast is on uh, tonight uh, at uh, 20 past nine on SBS Viceland, but you can catch all the action from quarter past seven on SBS On Demand. Uh, so I think, I believe it's uh, Bridie, uh, Bridie O'Donnell and uh, Matthew Keenan tonight. Yes, it is again. Uh, and from 20 past nine on SBS. Uh, any other news, Micah? Uh, I just want to mention yep. someone that we spoke to uh, a little while ago, Jay Vine. Jay oh, Vine. Yes. Uh, he was not riding. He's not riding at a Giro. He was no. uh, riding uh, uh, in Spain. He's, he's had what they call a, a Barry Crocker. Well, he had a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> had a shocker. Tell, tell us exactly what happened. This is from Instagram, uh, but this summarizes quite well what happened. Well, to he, him. well, he had a crash, and then it, well, you can sort of he's taken loads of skin off, crashed on the descent, and then my eyes aren't that good. I can't read that up close. But he he's also he he had an allergic reaction. Yeah. So his face and chest, you can see there his chest, that upper chest, they're all red rash. So he's looks like he's down for the count. He's, he's not having a good time. <laughs> no. So, Jay, if, you, if you're watching, mate, yeah, he he'll, he'll fast and uh, we know you'll be back. And uh, he's a pretty positive yeah, absolutely. guy. He'll, he'll readjust his goals. And uh, he was looking, he was pumped to get back into a block of racing too yeah. so that's a shame and Jevine, of course we we spoke to him uh, because he was uh, uh selected from the swift academy remember? yeah and he made it into uh, matthew van der Poel's team uh yes. if we can call it this way uh also uh good news today we have our team uh for the olympics yes uh, we know we know exactly who's coming Our we Saturday, do uh there's prati of course that we is do there. Uh, and then we've got uh, uh Jeff Cromwell. Yeah. we've got grace brown and Sarah Gigante, no surprises for me in the women's. Uh, okay, Tiff, can, can I Tiff mention? has sort of wound yeah. back the clock a bit in terms of her yeah. form. I think she's been True. racing True. some of her best, yeah. her best racing she's done in years. So, so it's good pleased to see, to see Sarah Gigante yes. being selected. Uh, I'm excited you, by that. If you don't follow her on Instagram, go and do it. Uh, Have a look her. at her Insta. She's got an amazing post. Yeah, because yeah. she's thankful that she posts. A, a series of photos of her as a child, mm. which is not that long time ago. No, no. <laughs> photos are in yeah. color. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the photos are yeah, not yeah, black yeah, and yeah, white. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's got some sort of a normal haircut, not yeah, like you yeah. and I had when yeah. we were kids. Uh, but check her out on Instagram. It's beautiful to see. Uh, from the from the man's from uh, the men, we got Rowan Dennis, Cam Meyer, Richie Port, of course, and Jack Haig. It's a pretty solid team. The men's one was a tough one, yeah. I think, to select. And I, there could have been you could have picked a few others. Um, Michael Matthews' admission. Probably, I think he said to us or said to me in an interview, he said, probably too hard for me. Yeah. So I think that's probably the only reason Matthews wasn't selected. Probably a little bit lumpy. And you look at the guys that they've selected. Yeah. It's lumpy. And the same with the women, in fact. And you know what? What we've learned yesterday, if you wind back and watch the podcast yesterday, uh, the Tour de France, they are big expectation on Michael Matthews. That's what Matthew, Matthew yes. said. Yeah. He said, basically, they are building a team half around some surprise climbers. Uh yeah, he said that. Well, I'm surprised on the word the surprise. He said it. Well, look, the, <laughs> way, the way he said it yesterday was uh, as if, gonna... 
Yeah. They've got to sign some guy. Exactly. Is so, that what you thought? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a surprise climber. I'm looking at your roster, Matt, and thinking, mm. what's the surprise coming here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pick up the yeah, climbers well, in there. Space. But yep. also the other half is for uh, Michael Matthews. Yeah. Uh, so remember, tonight, uh, the stage, once again, 20 past 9 on SBS Viceland, quarter past 7 on SBS On Demand. So, again tomorrow? Uh, we yes, on? we are. Yes. You're sticking with us until the end until of uh, the, end. the Giro. Okay. You have to. Uh, but it's really coming from the heart. We are enjoying so much being with you. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Thank that you. That was Couch. for you, this message. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. No worries. Just <laughs> upgrade the snacks and I'll, and I'll thank you back. This was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central uh, podcast. Before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cycling central. And you can log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, tomorrow, live, 4 p.m. It's bye for now. Before we go, a quick word from our sponsor, Zwift. When it comes to sport, I always tell my kids, rule number one, have fun. On Zwift, fun is fast. Tour de France winner, Geraint Thomas uses it. So too does Matthew van der Poel and Australia's Neve Bradbury Zwifted her way to a world tour contract. One of my favorite things on Zwift is seeing the flags of people from all around the globe that I get the chance to ride with. I love the structured workouts, doing meetup rides with friends, and when I'm feeling strong, doing a few races. They definitely hurt, but they are fun. It's easy to get started. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com, and hopefully I'll see you on there soon. Ride on.